This podcast contains sexual themes and is intended for open-minded adults. If you're under the age of 18, you should stop listening now. You're listening to Sharing is Caring. In this podcast, we talk openly about our journey into the lifestyle, about opening our relationship and our lives to a whole new way of thinking. Come and share our adventures into sex positivity and ethical non-monogamy. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 14 of Sharing is Caring. I'm Kiwi. And I'm Sherry. This episode is Captag Diaries 2019 part 2. If you haven't listened to the last episode, part 1, then you should go back and listen to episode 13 because this time we'll be covering days 7, 8 and 9 of our trip. As we said last time, we just got back from Captag and while we were there, we recorded a few minutes every day about what we'd been up to the previous day, so the thoughts were fresh in our mind. Unfortunately, we didn't really have time to record the last few days in CAP, so we just wrote down what we've been up to and recorded once we got back to London. Well, we didn't have time to waste, really. Exactly, we were running out of time. Mm. So in part one, we met great people, but we, we were sick for a few days, unfortunately. This time, we're feeling well enough to go out and party a bit more, especially on the last day. We really finished the trip on a big high, didn't we? Oh yeah, definitely. So much so that we actually booked to go back this weekend with a good friend of ours. Woo! So if you're in CAP between Friday the 6th and Monday the 9th of September, drop us a message. For the second part of this episode, we're going to do a short reflection on what went well and what we would do differently next time. But first, on to the final three days of our time in CAP. Day 7. Pool party day and we're finally feeling mostly well and we're back to ourselves. Actually, before we go into that, we should probably say that we didn't really get time to record the last couple of days while we were in CAP, so we're back from CAP now, we're back to real life, and we're recording these in hindsight. Yeah, well, when it came for the last few days, we just didn't want to spend time recording. Yeah, by the time we packed and everything. Anyway, yeah. we're getting ahead of ourselves. So it was pool party day, and it was a beautiful day. Yes, and... Um, we were feeling mostly well again, except that my pussy was so sore from all the sex we had. It was just, I mean, women will know what I'm talking about, so tender that I couldn't deal with penetration. Well, you couldn't deal with vaginal penetration. No. But anyway, where were we? So when we went for breakfast, we had a great chat with a couple where the guy was a doctor and, and his wife. Yeah, they, they're a really intelligent, really interesting, attractive couple. We really liked uh, spending time with them and chatting with them. Yeah, so we forgot to give them our contact details or get their contact details. So if you're listening, we'd love to grab a drink if you're in London at some point. Do get in touch, send us a message. So what did we do after breakfast? So after breakfast, we dropped our towels at or around the pool to reserve a place. We were those annoying people that put down their towels uh, two hours early. I think we reasonable because we only book one space even yeah, though yeah. it's two of us a lot of people book two spaces and then they're never there exactly we book one space and then we show up and we stay on the towel for a while then we went back to the room for some pre-drinks yeah so we started drinking quite early <laughs> it seems to be the theme of the trip is day drinking and then uh straight to the pool party yeah i think the pool party started at one and we arrived at two so it was already picking up when we showed up 
Yeah, so thing people had already started to arrive because around one to two o'clock, people are starting to drift in and finishing lunch and that sort of thing. So we relaxed on our towel for a fair bit, and people watched for a while and then moved down by the water. Yeah, and we started chatting with people who were sitting next to us. So he was a Swedish couple, very friendly, yep. very nice, good looking. Then we saw some friends arrive. Yeah, the um, Dutch couple and their Brazilian friends that we'd seen the night before in Eros. Yeah, it was the we, night before. We'd seen them quite a few times. Well, yeah. The Brazilian friends we'd seen in Aerosmith oh, yeah. before. But the Dutch couple we'd seen several times and they were part of the group chat and everything. So we went over and said hi. It was great to see them. Then we played in the water a little bit. Yep. And when we say played in the water, we... We splashed some water around? Is that what you yeah. mean? We splashed around in the water. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there was a lot of interactions going on at this point. So we went back and sat by the edge of the pool. And there was a young submissive guy in a collar who was being... A woman was putting her fingers down his throat and choking him and then using his saliva to jerk him off. It was was rough, but it was really hot to watch, actually. It was interesting. It didn't arouse me, but I thought it was an interesting watch. Then we turned around as we were sitting by the pool and there was a couple fucking on our towels. So uh, luckily they were hotel towels, not ours. So it's easy just to throw them in the wash and not have to uh, reuse them after people have had sex in them. (laughs) But I was thinking, what the hell, man? I was going to chuck ice at them. But I thought, no, we'll just let them do their thing. And then we also turned around and the Swedish couple was interacting with other people on their towel next to the couple fucking. Oh yeah, the Swedish girl was uh, being fucked by her partner. And uh, then some random guy walking past starts kissing her. And within a couple of minutes, the random guy who was walking past is fucking her. I'm not sure he was actually random. I suspect they knew each other. Okay, that's probably more, more plausible. From, from what I saw from the interaction, uh, it looks to... It looked to me that like they had probably played the day before or something like that. Um, uh, maybe I'm wrong, but yeah. So we started chatting with a, another couple in the pool, a French couple this time, very attractive French couple. We chatted for a while with them until, well, not until because we kept chatting, but at some point they told us that they're not swingers at all. They're just nudists and they enjoy the atmosphere of cap. It's nice to have all sorts of people, but I kind of felt betrayed. <laughs> <laughs> we spent so long like talking to this hot French couple and then turns out, oh no, they're not an option. Wasted time. But it wasn't wasted time. We actually kept speaking to them. We could have excused ourselves and gone away and spoke to other people, but they were actually really interesting people. Yeah, they were nice. So we spoke to them for quite a while longer after that as well. Yeah, still I felt like, mm, maybe we should have invested to, into people who would put out. Because <laughs> yeah. spoiler alert, we didn't actually play with anyone at the pool party. We just spoke with people. We socialized. That's why we spent our time doing that yeah. there. Actually, a lot of the trip and camp we spent socializing more than playing. Yeah. But it's don't regret that. Very fun. Yeah. Um, also, we had the um, couples from the chat, I think they were, who came with the other couple. Oh, the straight couple and bi couple from the phone party the, yeah. uh, the day before. Yeah, they arrived. So They arrived quite late. They arrived probably around 4.30. It was five o'clock and the pool party finished at seven. Oh, was it seven? So we uh, we got chatting to them and hung out with them probably the, the rest of the pool party, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really like them. They're really nice, yeah. yeah. And uh, we agreed to meet at Paralia after the pool party. Yep, our favourite place, Pirelia. Oh, it's been, yeah, it was definitely my favourite place. Each trip to Pirelia yeah. has been amazing. Yeah, so before going to Pirelia, we had to get dressed because it's not a naked place. Well, you can be naked, but the clothing... It's not the usual style there. Yeah, the style is beachwear. Or at least start off with beachwear and then as the night goes on. <laughs> so we went by the room, had a quick shower, washed the chlorine off, all those sorts of things, and got dressed in my board shorts and Sherry put on this amazing metallic-y, silvery gold bikini. I would have said it was black and silver, but 
Okay. All black and silver. A bikini <laughs> with some colors on it. Yeah, it's a, it's a really cool one. It's my latest purchase. And then we walked out to the beach party and uh, that bikini, let me tell you, it looked stunning. And I think everyone who walked past noticed as well. You got significantly more looks than normal. I think I had a lot more looks than if I had been naked. Oh, yeah. It was very it was crazy. alluring. I felt so special. <laughs> we were walking down towards the uh, beach party at one point, past the beach, and there was a man walking with his wife, and he put out his arm and stopped his wife right where she was so he could grab her and hold her and check out Sherry as she walked past. <laughs> and I was like, wow. <laughs> that was so funny. That was really comical. <laughs> it was hilarious. I've never had this happen to me. Oh, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> so as we went up to the club, they were sort of stopping people, looking at people, searching people's bags and everything. But then Sherry walked up first and they just waved you straight on in. Yeah, but we didn't have bags. No, nah, true. But I like to think it's because you looked amazing. <laughs> okay. So we, we went around in Paralia to, to see what, who was there. Yep. And we found um, the Spicy Match people at a table again. And so we got chatting to them and the people around the table and once again met lovely people there. And uh, we got chatting to some guy from Florida who now lives in Europe and spends all the summer at CAP. And he was over from another table downstairs and he invited us to come over and join them later. So we said, oh, yep, great. We'll just have a chat here a bit more and then might pop on over and say hi. So yeah, when we popped out to the table, he introduced us to um, everyone there. And turns out that the submissive boy from the pool, the guy with the color, was there. And he's, um, he's not a slave, technically. No, he's not a slave, he's a dog. A dog. So I was like, oh, okay, that's unexpected. So I sort of called him over and he sort of came over on his knees and introduced us to him and they rubbed his hair and sent him off. And he was, he was really cute. He really enjoyed his role. Yeah. He really played it well. So he belonged to a couple with a young 20-year-old woman uh, from Barcelona who was looking amazing. She was absolutely stunning. Her skin was flawless and slim and absolutely beautiful. Oh, and everyone wanted her. Yeah. Every, absolutely everyone. And she had amazing shibari. Like as her outfit, her clothes yeah. were just shibari that had been done to her by her significant other. Yeah, which she calls her sir when I asked her. So he's not her boyfriend, he's her sir. And they also have the dog boy. So it's an interesting trio. Yeah. She uh, greeted us with a very passionate kiss. Yeah, both of us. That was nice. So, oh, okay, we feel welcome. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> and then the dog came over. Well, the Florida guy called the dog over and uh, got him to pour us some drinks. And then he went and got us some ice. Then he's told to kneel down and talk to us by his owner. So I sort of stood there and talking to him for a while and getting to know him. And he was a really, really nice guy. Yeah, I didn't chat with him. I think I was chatting with um, the Florida couple at that point. So then our friends who also live in London, the um, straight couple and bi couple, as we seem to have called them, they arrived. And it's the first time we'd actually seen them with clothes on. Because you only saw them at the phone party or the pool party. Yeah. Also, I had an interesting chat about feminism with the Florida woman. Ah, great. <laughs> yeah. Out of the places to do that. So after some mingling, uh, we decided to go dancing. So we went and the bike couple came with us. So we were sexy dancing with them. Um, her and I quickly started kissing and a bit more. So she started being a bit more adventurous with my body. She moved my bikini aside and started playing with my breasts and licking them. And her boyfriend did the same thing on the side. Yeah, so you had her boyfriend on one side and her on the other, both licking and playing with your nipples on the dance floor. You really liked that. It was very sexy. It was nice. And then we did the same to her. Yep. So y you and me licked 
both her breasts. That was fun. There's a lot of passionate kissing and dancing on the on the dance floor. Yeah. They're a great couple. And then we went back down to the table area and uh, met up with the straight couple. The straight couple, the bi couple. <laughs> <laughs> Are you following? <laughs> I started chatting with them and I kissed the guy. Yeah, that was a really passionate kiss. You were both really into that. Yeah, it was a good kiss. And I, I mentioned to him, oh, it's a shame your girlfriend isn't into women because she's so hot. I mean, she's really, really hot. And he was like, I'm sure if you go to her now, she'll kiss you. So I went to her, started dancing with her, and I told her that. I can't remember what I told her if it was like, oh, I really like to kiss you or something like that. But she just grabbed me and started kissing me. She went for it. Um, <laughs> it was great. It was actually amazing. I was so happy because, you know, since I met her, I wanted to kiss her because she's so beautiful. And I thought it was not possible because she's straight. Yeah. But that night she was open to kissing me. So me and uh, the other guy were admiring the show. Oh, and then at some point we did a three-way kiss with a bye girl. Uh, that was really good. It was <laughs> a really good evening. And then um, as the night was starting to draw towards a close, got chatting to the Florida uh, couple again and it turns out that they've written a book and have a website. So that was really interesting. Yeah, all about swinging as well. Yep. Mm. So we actually need to get in touch with them again. Thanks for reminding me. And we agreed to meet the London couples back in London because they live very close to us. Just a few tube stops away from yeah. us. So convenient. And then out of nowhere, the dog boy comes up and starts telling me that he's only ever played with guys once and he's not normally attracted to guys, but he really, really wants to play with me and... He started saying all these dirty things and then started kissing me. Yeah, so I, wa I was a few steps away and all of a sudden Kiwi was starting to kiss passionately that guy. It was quite surprising and quite hot too. So the friends from London, they were watching as well and I think they weren't quite sure because we were halfway through and saying our goodbyes, uh, thinking, do I come up and keep <laughs> saying goodbye or do we go or what do we do? <laughs> I think I was surprised because you usually say that kissing guys is not really your thing. No, but he was a really good kisser, and for some reason I just really enjoyed kissing him. Mm. He really wanted to give me a blowjob, but there's no sex at that venue. It's just a dancing, nudity, yeah. a bit more groping a, type th venue. Let, let's go further on the beach. <laughs> and I thought, mm, is that really what we want? So it didn't take long. He actually dropped to his knees and gave me a quick blowjob in the corner anyway, yeah. which was a bit surprising. I was like, oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> it was very quick, though. It didn't last long. Yeah. And he was also playing with his dick a little bit. Yeah. Showing it to us. <laughs> so we decided to go back to the room to somewhere a bit more private. Yeah. And started walking back together. Mm -hmm. But I, I felt like the guy was really, really drunk. I mean, the way he was speaking, he didn't make much, much sense. And it made me feel like we were about to take advantage of him. Once we finished having the kissing interaction, started chatting a bit more as we were walking, realized, oh, maybe he's a bit too drunk. So when he stopped and started talking to some of his friends, we left him with his friends. I felt a bit guilty, but I, yeah, I just didn't want to. I think the notion of consent, you know, when you're too drunk, even though he seemed really into it, was he really? Or was it the alcohol talking? I was to found out later, yes, he was, but... We, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at least, you know, we stuck to our principles. Yep. Because we hadn't eaten since before the pool party. Oh, no, after the pool party, we had a quick, like... Glass of wine. And some crisps. And some crisps before we rushed to Paralia. <laughs> so basically, we, London were, dinner. we were starving. So we went to the fast food place. Yeah, and we saw a few people that we knew in the queue there. 
It was funny after a while, just recognize faces. Yeah, it's really nice actually. I think that's one of the big things that I liked about staying so long is you do recognize a lot of people、mm-hmm. and you do get to know people. We saw the naturist couple in the queue. Yeah, the、They、French couple right from behind、Maria. us. So we got chatting to them and had some food with them and probably spent about an hour people watching and chatting in French. It was actually really nice. The conversation flowed really well and they thought that I'd been speaking French for. Years and years and years, which I was quite proud of. <laughs> Yay. You were quite good. I think maybe the alcohol helped a, a little bit. Yeah. But it, was, it was nice actually、uh, to be able to have that conversation in French. But then we、uh, went for a bit of a dance in Melrose with them, which was quite nice.、Mm-hmm. But we'd been drinking for well over 12 hours by that point, and、uh, we were starting to get tired, so we, just, <laughs> we called it a night. And I wonder why. <laughs> How many hours of drinking and dancing? And no and- food. <laughs> And making out with random people. <laughs> <laughs> so then we went back home and crashed very quickly as soon as we were lying in bed. Yeah. So we're out. Day eight. Our last day, or、uh, well, our last full day.、Uh, at breakfast, we met a really nice Israeli couple. They were really friendly and open, and we got chatting to them for quite a while. We、uh, even had coffee again with them after yeah, breakfast. Yeah, we stayed so long. Then we headed back to the room and decided to do some packing because we didn't、um, want to do it at night. And let、didn't. me interrupt you. Kiwi is very reasonable and he wanted us to pack. I didn't want to do it first thing the following morning or have to come back at two, three in the morning and have to pack that night. You know how it is.、Mm. We started trying to pack the bags and then we ended up having really kinky sex instead. And, Theme of the week. Yeah. And then、uh, Sherry started masturbating after we had sex for probably an, over an hour. As you do. And you ran out of batteries halfway through and had to replace the batteries.、Yeah. Well, you know, I enjoy my quality time. <laughs> Good on you. So, after we'd finished most of the packing, we went out、uh, for a bit of a walk and、um, dropped by the Spicy Match office to chat to the Spicy Match people. And、uh, actually, I've set up an offer for our listeners. If you sign up for Spicy Match with the code SHARINGISCARING, you get three months of premium for free, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, but we'll talk about that more at the end. And after the spicy match office, we went for a walk to the beach. And、yep. we had actually hadn't been properly to the beach. We'd walked there and back, but we hadn't stayed there. Yeah. So we actually stopped there. Yeah, we stopped at the Le Bertin end of the beach. Yeah, called La Baie des Cochons. The Bay of Pigs. <laughs> the place where、name. sex is kind of accepted. Yeah, it's still technically not legal, but it's not really policed. Everyone does it. Yeah, it's everywhere. The beach was absolutely packed. It was really hard to find a place to put our towel, but we eventually found somewhere, put our towel down, and started relaxing a bit. Relaxing? Or actually, the couples around us were mostly relaxing. A lot of them were reading books or just chilling. Not much was happening. But then we sat and I stroked you a little bit. And because you were naked and we were in public, you, you got aroused super quickly. Yeah. As you do. And then it transformed into more of a hand job and blow job kind of play. And the couples around were watching. Yeah, and then I looked up at one point, and probably about five or six couples around us had all started playing as well. So it started a chain reaction. It was quite nice. I loved it. So after playing for a bit,、um, we ended up packing up and then walking back down to the main naturist village area. Yeah, it was super hot and we didn't have an umbrella, so we couldn't stay too long in the sun. No, I think I got a little bit of sun that day. Yeah. Even though I was wearing SPF 50. So we went for a bit of a snack at、uh, Otu Bizu. Otu Bizu. It was nice. The waiter was really friendly. Yeah, it was a really cool waiter, really good service, a good location. Good food. Good food, good value. 
recommend it if you're in the area stop by there after our snack we went back to the hotel pool relaxed there really briefly and then went back to the room for a nap because we were planning to go out and have a big night it was our last night there i didn't want to go for a nap i wanted to stay by the pool but again <laughs> kiwi was reasonable but i actually needed a nap and after the nap got dressed up put on my na- nice sexy lingerie the honey bird it with the collar and the wristbands and i wore trousers and a shirt as usual yeah nothing well, exciting you know that's what men are allowed yeah and then we went out to a sushi place for uh dinner du sushi that was very nice i loved it and we sat next to a french couple who were living in the south well here's spanish and she's french yeah and had a good chat to them and it's really nice just to chat to strangers i don't know that's i think that's my problem is i chat to strangers and then people get the wrong idea sometimes that we're interested in more but i just want to have a talk to people i like people (laughs) you're a bit of a social slut and that was really nice talking to them and they offered to buy us a drink at the end said i'll buy you we'll buy you guys a drink no expectations i thought oh we don't really want to take their drink and waste the time because they seemed like they probably wanted a bit more i didn't think they did but you did and also i wasn't a for drink by that time i still hadn't recovered um like in terms of appetite Mm. i still couldn't eat or drink as especially eat but i didn't feel like drinking so and i was feeling pretty dodgy as well (laughs) you are a bit dodgy so we we packed up and uh, went to melrose instead had a bit of a dance yeah, we met a group of Parisians who knew each other from uh, from business school. Yeah, they were crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they were dancing, they were going for it, and uh, yeah, they were a bit crazy. And they were really cool, and uh, we were planning to go to Le Glamour later that night, and they were going to go there as well. Yeah. So we um, ended up packing up from uh, Melrose and strolling over yeah, towards Yeah, we kind of Le had Glamour. to because we were both starting to feel sleepy. Yeah. So we felt like, uh, we don't have that much energy, so we better go now. Yeah, I think we both felt like it's our last night, we have to do something. We have to go to Le Glamour because we've been meaning to go, but we haven't been. So we sort of dragged ourselves over that way. And uh, we queued up and then the guy at the door said, oh, you can't come in, Sherry has to be wearing heels. Because Sherry was wearing flats, which went really well with her lingerie. But yeah, it was flats. really nice flats, actually. It was nice sandals with little straps and quite good ones. Much, much better than other heels I have, for example. But we were like, no, you have to wear heels because it makes women look slimmer and prettier. And I was like, oh, wow, that's so sexist. So we couldn't get in. We couldn't get in. We could have gone back for me to get other shoes. Yeah, but I was secretly glad because I was starting to feel pretty terrible. So I thought, oh, great. Yeah. It's an excuse to go home and so we don't feel guilty. So Kiwi hadn't told me they was feeling very bad. And um, if if we hadn't been turned away, we would have gone in and you would have had a, an average night because you weren't feeling too good. So in the end, it was a blessing in disguise. Yeah, but it was our last night, so I wanted to, I wanted to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do it. It's our last night. I feel miserable, <laughs> but I'll do it anyway. <laughs> exactly. Drag myself over. So in the end, we went home. It was a pretty uneventful day the whole day. Yeah. For last day, it was not the best. The previous night, well, the previous day was very full, so maybe that's why also we were a bit tired from that. Day nine. Bonus day. Because we had to check out that day, we had to get up early-ish. To early for us. Early for us. Early on the on the week where we've been doing a lot of drinking and partying. Yeah. So we finished packing and we checked out of the hotel. We were able to leave our bags at reception and then we went for breakfast. Yeah, and we breakfast with the Israeli couple again, which was really nice. Again, good chat. And then after breakfast, we went and sat by the pool. Because we haven't really had a chance to sit by the pool the whole trip. Well, at least not like relaxingly sit by the pool like you do on a resort holiday. Yeah, we had maybe done it like a couple of times for 10, 15 minutes, but not a proper like sit an hour by the pool and relax. So brought our books, 
Red tried to have a small nap. Did you manage to sleep a little bit? Yeah, I slept for probably about 15 minutes. I'm not sure how much I slept. And after the nap, I felt a bit playful. So I started teasing Kiwi a little bit, like I do often. So I caressed your body with my hand and then went toward your penis, well, which became hard very quickly again because we were naked outside and with an audience. So I really took my time and did a lot of central play. I don't know how long it lasted, but for a while, and it escalated very, very slowly. Yeah, it was a very nice build-up. And then eventually you gave me a very central handjob and blowjob. And uh, apparently we had a bit of an audience. We weren't, we weren't really paying attention to that very much. Yeah, I could see a few from the corner of my eyes, but I didn't, yeah, I didn't pay as much attention as at the beach, for example. Yeah. So when we finished, the Israeli woman came over and splashed us with a bit of water to get our attention. She was like, come to the pool. Yeah. <laughs> so we ended up finally getting up and coming and sitting by the pool. And uh, they offered us some of their wine. But you didn't drink rosé, so I had a glass of rosé from her, which was really nice. I can only drink rosé when I'm already drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so I went and got sherry and mojito. Yay. So we chatted with them for a while and... Because we had planned to go to the phone party after we needed to have sustenance. So we had lunch by the pool at the, at the hotel. Yeah, which was really nice. Yeah. So I recommend actually having lunch at Babylon if you uh, are in the area just before the pool party. It's actually not a bad idea because you can go put your towel down, have some lunch. Food's really tasty. And then go to the pool party. Yeah. Anyway, that's beside the point. Yeah, that day there was no pool party. It was yeah. a phone party for us. So we went to the phone party probably around three. So that gave it an hour to actually pick up and start. We decided to go for a big one liter jug of mojito again. As we do every time. Yes. And it was quite weak. Yeah. So we decided that maybe the jugs are not the best way to go. Seems like the jug, which is meant to be three to four glasses equivalent, probably have the same alcohol as about two glasses. Yeah. It didn't really taste much like alcohol. No. So A few times it was like that. Yeah. So we changed our mind. Next time we are not getting jugs. So we spoke a little bit for, um, we spoke a little bit to different people. Yeah. We mingled, chatted to strangers, that sort of thing. And then, uh... The dog, the dog boy from two nights ago came up and started chatting and it turned out that they'd stayed another couple nights. Yeah, because on the night we had met him, he was saying they was leaving the next day. Yeah, he was still really keen to play oh, with me. Oh yeah, he went straight for you, Dick. Started like <laughs> touching it and saying, oh, I've missed this. We chatted to him for a bit and then decided to meet later in the party because we'd more or less just arrived. But we went for another drink because we had finished the week jug and this time we went for... A glass each. Yeah. And this way we were able to drink different stuff because you went for... Apparel spritz. Yeah. Anyway, we're, I'm sure people want to hear lots about our drink choices. Oh, that's <laughs> important. Mojito is the way to go for me and apparel for you. But then they gave out some free stuff. It seems to be every day at the phone party they give out free things. Yeah, free merch. Yeah. Um, but there was this one really big guy who was just sort of pushing in front of everyone and grabbing all the merch and like even ripping it out of people's hands and i was thinking this is what so the wrong. hell man like yeah. you don't really want a lot of this merch you're not going to ever use it again it's like cheap hats and cheap t-shirty crop top type things probably never going to wear them again yeah but he had like five mm. six hats and a few t-shirts and a couple pairs of jandals and i was like what's up man just like let other people get it yeah it was not playing fair nope um, Not in the spirit but of I it. didn't try to catch much because I already had a hat yeah. from one of the other parties and I already had a t-shirt from another parties. So this time I just grabbed some jandals which were actually Kiwi size. 
Yes, that's nice. We've got some good swinger jandals to lend to visitors. <laughs> I think after that we went to the pool. Yep. And there's quite a lot of action happening in the pool, actually. And it didn't take long for a couple to, to come our way and start being a bit flirty. Yeah, they're giving us the eyes. There was um, that French couple from across the pool, the dark-haired woman. She they was were, looking our way. Yeah, and sort of like very hinting that she was interested but quite nervous to come over. And uh, as we were about to go over and talk to them, another hot couple came over just from the side of us and were a lot more direct and a lot more forward. They were forward. So we started chatting to them and before long kissing them and playing with them a little bit. Yeah. But then uh, she sort of turned around and pulled in the French couple with the girl with dark hair. So we got to chat to them in the end anyway. Yeah. At some point it was uh, the three couples playing kind yeah. of together. And then there's another couple which came over and joined in. Yeah. But um, both us and the French couple with dark hair weren't that interested. So they left fairly quickly. Mm. And, uh, and right after that, the people from Glamour came to, to shower us with champagne, I guess. That's where the foam party really starts to escalate and the whole afternoon really starts to pick up. So they gave away a lot of free stuff in the pool, including spraying champagne all over people. They came with about like 10 plus bottles of champagne and we were pouring it over people. And they had and champagne gun where they would put the champagne bottle within the gun and then spray champagne at people. Like a water pistol, but a champagne pistol. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. I had never seen this before. And they're spraying it in people's faces and all over their bodies. And yeah. Until this trip, I've never known like how much champagne stings when it gets in your eyes. Yeah. But now I've experienced it a couple of times. So I was super careful that day because the previous foam party, I had had champagne in my eyes. <laughs> so I put my sunglasses down and was putting my, my hand in front of my eyes when they were going my way because I really didn't want my <laughs> eyes to sting as much as they did the time before. I still got some in my eye though. <laughs> Just rinsed it with pool water. Normal. Yep. Sunglasses on, open your mouth, grab some boobs and get sh <laughs> sprayed champagne in your mouth. <laughs> but it was nice and fun to lick champagne off Sherry's boobs and your mm. body and whatnot. Yeah. That really picked up. And then the dark-haired couple wanted to go to the foam, so they invited us to come to the foam with them. So they went and we followed them. When we arrived to the foam, Kiwi and I started like playing like kids, throwing foam at each other. That was fun. And we started playing with the dark-haired couple. Yep. Sherry and her started kissing and we're all touching a bit. And she was playing with well, the dark-haired woman was playing with me. I was playing with her and whatnot. And uh, then I went to kiss her and she told me, oh, no, we don't we don't kiss people of the opposite gender. Yeah. So she kisses women, but I, I don't think he kisses men. So basically he kisses her only yeah. and she kisses him and women and they play with people, but no more than that. Yeah. It's such a strange thing for me to think she's sitting here stroking my cock mm. saying oh no sorry I can't I don't kiss men oh uh, you know every couple has uh, their own rules yeah. but um, interestingly he didn't interact with me at all didn't try and I didn't try so I only interacted with her and you oh. yeah and then a uh, Russian thruple comes over. So there were two sexy young women, probably in their early 20s. One of them was blonde, big breasts, and the other one was brunette, quite small breasts. And the guy was quite a bit older, probably in his 40s. Yeah, they were very friendly, weren't they? Oh, yeah. Um, they they went... really liked the look of us. <laughs> yeah, they went straight for a kiss with you, with me. <laughs> quickly became playing and there was hands everywhere and then when they found out that it was our last afternoon 
they invited us to uh, come back to their yacht and stay in their yacht with them to stay in Cap a bit, young, a bit longer, <laughs> which was really cool. Yeah, but we say no, nice, no, nice proposal. We have to leave. So I said, oh, okay, fine, but come up and join us in the VIP after you get out of the foam. You know, we'd love to spend some more time with you. So like, okay, yeah, great. We'll see how it is when we get out of the phone. <laughs> we might see you later. Like, great, great. So they stayed and we played a bit more. And that attracted over quite a few more couples. And probably within a few minutes after that. It was just a clump of people. Yeah, it was a big ball of people kissing, hands touching, stroking. Yeah. It was I, it was just hands. It was phenomenal. It was a crazy experience. Yeah, I didn't actually enjoy it. Because um, you were quite tender still. Yeah, my pussy was still painful from all the sex we'd done. And we're still kind of doing. And also, I found the foam quite irritating uh, on my vulva. And so I had told Kiwi not to touch me down there in the foam because I, didn't, I, want to, I wanted to avoid as much contact as possible. And there were so many random guys' hands going straight for inside my pussy. And I was like, no, I don't want that. Also, I don't like when I don't know who's touching me. Mm. Um, I know that you kind of like the anonymity of it, but it's not something I enjoy. So we left the foam. Yep, we left the foam and went and showered a bit. And um, then I went to the bathroom and I was at the urinal and uh, some guy came along, stood next to me and started chatting. And that's only okay when everyone's really drunk. <laughs> but um, turned out that he was from London as well. And uh, we got chatting away about that. And he uh, said, oh, come out. We can introduce our wives to each other. So and, <laughs> and therefore, as soon as I was out of the loop, he was like, oh, come and uh, I chatted with nice people. <laughs> uh, I introduce you. And it was a couple that I had noticed over the week uh, several times. They were quite noticeable. They were both good looking. They were French living in London. Yeah. And so they introduced us and they were very friendly and full of energy. They were a really great couple. Yeah. So... Um, they invited us up to join them in their VIP area mm. as well. But before that, I kissed his girlfriend, well, his oh, yeah. wife. That was a, it was a greeting with a kiss, yeah. with a make-out greeting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same for me as well. It was, it's a nice way to meet people. So we went up to their VIP area and they introduced us to all of their friends. They had such a big group of friends. Yeah, and then um, one of their friends started pouring us and feeding us more and more champagne. And like normally champagne, it's all right. You know, it's nothing special. Half of the experience of drinking champagne is just the fact that it is champagne. It's the name. But for some reason, the stuff tasted like amazing, so much better. Probably because of the situation. I think you were in the zone. <laughs> and because it was free. Yeah, I was in the party zone. I was. Yeah, <laughs> you were enjoying yourself. I was on point. So then we told them that, oh, we're leaving, we're leaving. They're like, no, no, stay with us in our villa. You have to stay one more week. So then half the VIP started chanting <laughs> one more week one more week i think they said one more week actually yeah they were switching between french and english and i was up for it i was like yep one more week miss our flight stay here but for once sherry was the reasonable one yeah <laughs> if it was up to me would still be there so then after the chant we looked over the other side of the pool and we saw the uh, beautiful barcelona woman and um it was a really interesting place she was being held up by a couple people she was li lifted of the floor yeah and um, she was being sort of roughly fingered and having... By a woman? Yeah, having she her was, pussy slapped. Yeah, whipped. Yep. She was whipping the pussy. It looked quite painful. But it was quite interesting. It was quite hot, the fact that she was like lifted by people and yeah. just being, I guess, used, which she's into. Yes, because I chatted with her after and she said she enjoyed it, even though it was painful. Most of the people actually from that group that we'd just been chatting to went on to probably the foam or something. So we noticed the brunette Russian woman from the other side. So we walked across to chat to her. Yeah. And we started kissing her. And then 
we realized that her boyfriend was actually fucking the blonde woman from the throuple on, on the bed right next to us. We both bent over and started kissing the blonde woman as she was being fucked, which she seemed to very much enjoy. And, uh, and you fed her your cock. As she was being fucked from behind, she was sucking me. The Russian guy really liked it. And, and I joined in? Yeah. And he, um, the Russian guy started telling me to fuck the other girl, the brunette one. But uh, I was like, no, we don't do that. Then you joined in and started giving me a double blowjob. Mm-hmm. Then there was another guy who was reclining right next to us. He was getting a blowjob from another woman and he was just watching casually. And then without missing a beat, like nothing is happening. He sort of leans over, pours a couple glasses of champagne and hands it to us. <laughs> just like it's perfectly normal sitting at a restaurant. It was just a bizarre situation. Um, so I was feeding Sherry champagne as you were sucking me and giving me a blowjob. Yeah. Same with the other woman. That was that was really hot. That was an experience. It's like one of those times you look at it and you go, oh yeah, life's pretty good. <laughs> And also so, someone was uh, rubbing your balls from behind. Oh, yeah. I had no idea. I still have no idea who it was. It was a woman. I could ah. see it and it was a woman. Ah, I have no idea who it was. don't know what she looked like. And I think at some point it was also the um, dog boy. Ah. I'm, a, I'm getting a, a bit confused. I think I was quite drunk by that point. Yeah, we were quite drunk by now. But and, happy drunk. And then the Russians went off to wherever they were going, the foam or something like that. Right as the dog boy arrived. Yeah. So that was good timing because I just started fucking Sherry. Had From you, behind? Yeah, had you bent over. Yeah, I was just sore, but I was very excited, so that worked out. So I told him to come around the front so Sherry could suck him while I was taking her from behind. Mm-hmm. You seemed to very much enjoy that, and he liked that. And then when uh, I stopped fucking you from behind... I told him to suck you because I wanted to... I like seeing you being sucked by a guy. So I told him to suck you, and he didn't seem to mind too much. <laughs> He happily went for it. Yeah, he immediately dropped to his knees and enthusiastically started giving me a blowjob. Yeah. And the people around, it must be a sight they don't see very much, because so many people started oh, watching. Oh, they were cheering and they were like, thumbs up and yeah. <laughs> people enjoyed the show. I guess you don't see much guy-on-guy action in general. Yeah. Apart from the gay clubs. But then we realised that our taxi was arriving really soon, as in like 15 minutes soon, and we were still at the party. So we had to say our goodbyes and quickly run around and say bye to everyone we'd spoken to and try and give them our numbers. And we didn't have our numbers, so we had to give out some... It was such a rush. We had to give out some stickers and saying, just find us through the podcast, which quite a few of them have, which is really great. So we had to rush out, say goodbye to everyone. And we literally ran to the hotel. Oh, yeah. Because the reception was uh, closing at 7. And it was like 5 to 7. Yeah, so I think we probably got in like bang on the dot at 7. <laughs> we're like, we're here. <laughs> we're on time. It, was, it must have been obvious that we were drunk. Oh, yeah. Very obvious that we were drunk. But it was so much fun. It was such a good moment. And then we got a ride in a little buggy back to the front of the village. To catch our taxi. Yep. Picked up in our taxi almost straight away. And then... Off to an airportish hotel. It's not really an airport hotel, but it's close. Yeah. And it was sad, but we had a good chat to some of our friends on via message and video, video. in the taxi. Yeah. So that made it better. Yeah. They kept us company, and then mm. we intended to go for a swim when we got to the. Yeah, there was hotel. a hotel pool, so we thought, oh, let's go for a swim. Let, you know, we just got out of a pool party, well, foam party with a pool. Let, let's now go to the pool, but Ride with, the high. with swimsuits on. And I think we kind of got distracted in the bedroom. Yeah, and ended up having dirty sex. Again. <laughs> and then realised it was quite late and we'd missed the opening hours for the pool. So we just went for dinner and went to bed. Yeah, and flew the next morning. Oh, back to reality. Uh. Until next time.
And now we're back in reality, and that was Cap Dark Diaries 2019 Part 2. Well, back in reality for another couple of days at least, and then we're going back. Yay! So we've done a lot of talking between ourselves about our time in Cap Dark this year, and a lot of reflecting too. We've written down a couple of thoughts about things which we would do differently next time, and things which work well. So the big obvious one is not getting sick, but we don't really know how we could have avoided it or what actually caused us to get sick. So there's nothing which we can actually put our finger on as being the cause. So I don't think we'll be able to avoid that, even if we could go back in time. No, or not eat anything, but that wouldn't work either because we need to eat. Exactly right, and we're on holiday, we want to eat. Oh yeah. But yeah, word of advice, don't get sick. <laughs> Great advice. <laughs> also, we wouldn't have been quite as complacent about time. Eight or nine days seems like a long time, but it went by very quickly. Also, time with people. We need to accelerate the process of getting to know people we like. I definitely agree, because there's there was a good few people there that we definitely wanted to get to know better, and then they ended up having to leave, or we ended up having to leave. So it's a very condensed amount of time that you've got to build your relationships. Yeah, if you're thinking about making a move, make it quick. I uh, would also have some cards with our contact details on them. There's so many times that we forgot to give people our number or we didn't have our cell phone around, or they didn't have a cell phone around, so we had no way of stop, uh, swapping contact details. Well, sometimes we give our stickers, but it's a bit convoluted. Exactly, yeah. And you have to say, try and find us through this. Also, for the phone party, we would recommend to not buy the big jugs of mojito, and to buy individual drinks, because they were a bit stronger. It's the little things. Yeah. Also, uh, for me, I probably pack less. I think we really overpacked. Oh, I think you overpacked. I was fine. Yeah. My skimpy clothing wasn't taking much space. There's <laughs> all the extra shirts which I bought, which I didn't need. Yeah. And changes of trousers. Also, we thought Babylon was great, but we might not have taken full advantage of it this time. So maybe an apartment, a nice apartment would be a better option for that length of time. Yeah, I think Babylon was good, but it'd probably be better for a shorter stay for a long period of time. Really, what you want out of a room is, I think, maybe a bit different. Mm. I was happy with it, though. Oh, I was happy with it. It was good, apart from the bed being really uncomfortable. Mm. I think it was just your side of, of the bed. Next time, if I'm uncomfortable, I'll kick you out and change sides. Oops. Shut, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, how about the things that went well? Uh, making contacts up front. So the kick group worked really, really well. I'm so glad that I went and found a whole lot of people. And we all got chatting and got to know each other before actually arriving at camp and then got to know each other a lot more once we were there and we were keeping in touch also we didn't make any solid dates we let people know our plans as we went so that kept the holiday dynamic and about what we wanted to do so we would just decide what we would do and send a message on the kick group and then people could join if they wanted to i agree it took a lot of pressure off there was that one date which we did have organized with the single woman from outside the village which we ended up cancelling because it was just a lot of pressure and expectation and we had a lot of other things to do anyway yeah um the spicy match bracelet worked great 100 recommend to anyone going skip those cues also what we did is that uh, at the airport we bought a big bottle of vodka and once uh, in cap we bought some wine for our room Although this time the hotel will be all-inclusive, yay, uh, we won't need to, but for that time it was really good because we could get a couple of drinks before going out. Oh yeah, and a bottle of vodka was like 19 quid or something, and that's not even like one and a half, mm -hmm. one and a half meters. And when we invited people um, back to our room, we also had drinks to offer. A variety. 
bring various medications, probiotics, things like that. So you're drinking a lot of alcohol. You're probably not getting too much sleep. Your gut health is probably not going to be that happy. So probiotics will help with that. Sexy. Real talk. Electrolytes, they're what the body craves. No, lost on you. Oh, okay. you were you really were into your electrolytes. Yeah, yeah. You've been up drinking and partying all day and in the sun. You know, it's what you need. You need to sip on them. Stay hydrated. Various medications. Like, if you don't need it yourself and someone else really needs it, they will really thank you for giving it to them. But it's still good to have around. Even though there is a pharmacy right outside the village, you don't want to spend half an hour getting ready, putting clothes on yeah, to get yeah. out and go to a pharmacy and then come back. Clothes? What? <laughs> And another special mention for the group chat. I have to just say again how great it was. And there's just a really good group of people that we got to know them really well. So if you are going to CAP, try and find a group chat which is running. If there isn't one running, just start one. And it's a good way to figure out what's happening as well. Because uh, we didn't know about Paralia. And we heard about it while chatting with someone from the group chat. So it's great. Also, there are three peaks in CAP which we've learned about. The 14th of July, which is the French national holiday. We, we call it 14th of July, even though non-French people call it Bastille Day. But in French, we call it 14th of July. And the 25th of July, which is the CAP Christmas, we've learned. Yeah, Midsummer Christmas. <laughs> And the 17th of August, because... I think it's the 17th of August. It's the white party at Le Glamour. Apparently that's a peak as well. Okay. Don't know why. Is it always the 17th of August? No, I don't think so. At some point in mid-August. It's not very helpful, is it? But there's also um, the biker day at the end of August. I think in midweek of the last week of August or something like that. And all the bikers come into CAP. And that sounds really cool. It sounds really interesting. There were a few coming on the last few days. We saw a few around. Yeah. I think some were starting to arrive. But I wouldn't mind being there for that. That sounds... Like a cool experience. Mm, you like leather and beards. <laughs> I think that's it for our reflection on our time in CAP. Yeah, that's yeah. the thoughts that we've had in the last couple of days. I'm sure there'll be more and more to come, but... Oh, we might have some more after weekend. We should probably talk about Spicy Match again. We found it to be a really great site for CAP. And from our experience so far, it's actually been quite good for around Europe as well. Especially for posting things like travel plans so you people know where you're going. And even better... The lovely people at Spicy Match have agreed to give our listeners three months premium membership for free if you sign up using the code SHARINGISCARING. So that's all one word, no spaces. It's worth signing up and checking out. I mean, it's free, right? Mm, especially if you're going on holiday. And thank you all for your ratings and lovely reviews. We love reading them and it helps us out. So if you have a couple spare minutes at the end of the show, please do jump on Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating or review or both. We also love hearing from you. So if you want to get in touch with us to say hi, to have a chat, or to submit a listener question, you can find us on Twitter at Kiwi and Sherry, all one word. You can email us at kiwiandsherry at gmail.com. And you can find our website at www.sharingiscaringpodcast.com. Also, we're on Fab Swingers as Sharing is Caring Podcast. And now also on Spicy Match as sharing is caring podcast and that one's got dashes rather than spaces thank you very much for listening to this episode of sharing is caring we've got a really busy month lined up ahead of us so tune in next time to hear about what we've been up to and who we've been up to and remember sharing is caring for our reflection on our time and <laughs> no 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 I can't speak today. I think that's it for our reflection on that time. Uh, oh wow. <laughs>
I'm not gonna be able to say it. Oh, okay, I'll do it. <laughs>